What's good, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to my show. We're just going to get right to a short story and then the point of the story. Um, basically, when I was younger, I was homeless. And I chose uh, one day to uh, go to a block and um, panhandle, basically, you know. And this place where I'm talking about was in front of Trump Tower. The reason why I chose to panhandle basically in front of Trump Tower is because I knew there was rich people there. And if worst case scenario, I could get maybe one or two dollars to grab a bite to eat. Now, this was when I was a young gentleman. This was a while ago. And, uh, and you know, I guess under his, his authority, you know, I was told to move off the neighborhood, you know, which I did, you know, long story comes to the short of it is that, you know, years go by and the same man decides he wants to run for president. Was I a fan of the deal? No. I figured... He's a businessman. What would he know about running a country? See, but then it took me a while. It took me a long while before I realized myself that this country is run like a business. No matter what they say, this country is run like a business. Now, it took me a while before I realized that too. But let's go back a little. I'm still stuck on the fact that this man wanted to run for president. Twice as stuck as the fact that he became president. Now, with that being said, I like I said, I'm not an advocate of this gentleman in whatsoever. Um, but I will say this: this man wasn't given a fair shake out the gate. I'm sorry to tell you. There was everything thrown at this man from jump. You know, and at that point, I I felt like, damn, he's just a big old fucking target. Like, he can't get a break worth of wind to nothing. I didn't think he was part of the whole Russian scandal crap and whatnot. I mean, come on. It's just a little too much far-fetched crap. There's not one president that hasn't sat side by side with someone of another country. Like, come on. Um, And then, it's like, his whole first term, not term, sorry, his whole first year, it's like, that's all they talk about. It's like this man didn't get a chance to even do anything his first year in office. Then we go into the second year in office and we're still talking about the things that happened in the first year in office. And that's damn near the whole second year. The third year in office, we're still talking about what happened in the first, second year. Now we're going to trials, courts, and this and that, and the third, like... When did this man have a fair chance to really run this country? You know when? 
when everybody turned to stop and listen to him, when the pandemic hit. Before that, no one was even giving a shit. You know, no one gave two fucks. I remember people screaming, he not my president, but those are the same people that got checks. He's not my president. I didn't vote for him. But everybody turned to him when he started saying X, Y, and Z about giving out stimulus checks. He ain't your president, but well, he your president now, but I bet you ain't going to vote for him next term, right? Because he's such a liar in everything he said. Wait, what? I mean, I do agree that he does have to stay shut at times. Like, you don't have to talk all the time. And maybe he needs to fact check a lot of the things, but... The problem is, is that don't you think he's being hoodwinked when somebody fixes his speeches to talk and they don't fact check? He's just reading off a prompt. Hmm. Nobody thinks of that, though. But anyway, like, well, what's the deal? You, you don't give the man a fair shake. A lot of people love this man. I'm not going to say I'm one of those people. I'm far from it. But I do think he deserves a fucking break. Give the man a chance. And now it's too late. So I say give him another time. He deserves four years to try without anybody fucking him over. Like I said, I'm not a fan of this man. But because of him... He brought to light shit that other presidents swept under the rug. And you want to bite his head off? Um, I'm not going to say he did a whole lot good for this country, but he definitely woke this country up. And that's what's scaring people. People like to be in the days. They don't like to know what's going on. And he said, fuck that, you need to know what's going on. And people don't like that. It scares people. That in itself is a problem. You know, he brought to light the things people are so worried about. And then when he brought them to light, it's like, OMG. It can't be. No way he's lying. No. Wake up. Smell the coffee. The damn pot is burning already. Like, come on. If you give this dude four more years, I know for a fact he's going to uncover a whole bunch of other shit. And that's what's scaring a lot of people in Congress. Hmm. So many people worried about Trump, 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 Trump. I want to know what's going on with Pizzagate. Oh, but that's very quiet. How is something about kidnapping... 
and trafficking children more quiet than anything else. Nobody knows nothing no more. It's been swept under the rug, but the trials are still going on. Interesting, huh? Now, don't get me wrong. Like I said, and I'll keep repeating this through this whole thing. I'm not a fan of the man. But he's doing his job. And I think he's doing his job way more than most presidents ever have. And that's what the fuck is scaring y'all. Y'all scared. Because this man is showing you what your own government's been doing to you for years in your goddamn face. And now you have to wake up. And that scares you. Because a lot of people would not like to know. It's too late. Now you do. And what you do with this information. Instead of learning to figure it out and deal with it, you panic. And you start doing shit that the reason why the government never tells you in the first fucking place. Because they say as an individual person, you are smart. As an individual person, you are smart. But as a group of people, you're a threat. Why is that? Because as a group of people, you're easily manipulated. That's why. And it's proven time and time and time again. All you have to do is look back. It's happened over the last few months. It started out as a peaceful protest and turns into a riot. It only took one person to do it, one person to start it, and it's done. As an individual, we're smart, and as a group, we're dangerous. That's why the government doesn't tell us anything, because they know we can't handle the truth. We love living in the bubble of a god damn lie. Hmm. Whatever lets you sleep at night, right? Whatever makes your pillow comfortable. And those little white sheeps jump in your sleep. Nah, man. Wake up, people. Like I said, the pot's broken now. But I was speaking with somebody also. And, you know, we brought up a topic of, of, of this whole situation of Congress. And, you know... These guys are in their 30s, well-educated dudes, college grads. I even spoke to an 18-year-old, a 19-year-old, a 30-year-old. I mean, listen, I, was, I spoke to quite a few people about what I'm about to say, and there was a few disagrees and agree, and a lot more agrees than the disagrees. And that topic is that 
we agree that Congress should have a lot more younger people in it than older. You older people are telling the younger people what they should and shouldn't do. You lived your life already. They're the future. They're tomorrow, not you. You've already fucked up your future. You are at the end of your future. They're at the beginning of theirs. So if they're at the beginning of theirs, shouldn't they the ones be telling the future what to do? Not you. See, some of these guys in Congress are just too old. And they still believe in what's old. And we're already in the what's new. You can't keep the past. Sorry, bro. We've already moved on to the future. And y'all guys in Congress just want to keep living in the past. And you can't. You can't keep wishing the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's not going to happen. Most of you guys, sorry to say, step down. Let somebody about 10, 15 years younger than you sit in that seat. Let them dictate what we should be seeing for the future. But that's not going to happen. Why? Because the 70s and the 80-year-olds and the 60-year-olds that are running the seats now won't give them up because they feel that we are too uneducated to run this country. But yet look at the job they've done. I'm sorry to tell you, but the younger generation are the ones that have to fix your fuck up. <laughs> Point blank and simple. Sometimes some conversations get very deep when you talk to people, and sometimes they don't. But at the end of the day, the truth is the truth, and the truth hurts, no matter how you slice it. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like I said, I'm not a fan of the man. But he deserves a second chance without all the hurdles. And then let's see what he could fucking bring to the table. Because what he brought to the table so far wasn't that bad. And when you think about it, And I'm not talking about the coronavirus. With the other little things he's doing. He's looking out for your future. Even if you believe it or not. And with that ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to end this.
by saying, do what you got to do, but go out there and vote. It is what it is. It's the truth. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. You do what you feel you need to do and what's best. And with that, peace.